Hey y'all, welcome back to Vader's Thoughts, and thank you for taking the time to fit my show into your week. If you have any questions about the show, episodes, or just want to talk Star Wars with me, feel free to follow and DM me at VaderThinks on Twitter. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. I hope y'all enjoy. Get the tissues ready because today I'm going over my top emotional Star Wars moments. There are a ton to choose from because Star Wars is just so sad. But to start off, I do want to go over my honorable mention before I get into my top five. So these are my honorable mentions. Luke's death. Very sad, but inspiring. So emotional in that sense. Han's death, just incredibly sad. Nothing hopeful or inspiring about it. Five's death. Also, just sad. He was so close to revealing the plot, but he gets killed. Super sad. Order 66 is sad, but I also don't have the highest opinion of the Jedi, so therefore I don't feel as much for it, except for the part when Anakin kills the kids. That that one, that, that's the one that, that's, that hurts the most. Um, Satine's death. Absolutely heartbreaking. Not hopeful or inspiring at all. It's just... Ah, oh, just straight pain. Just Obi-Wan seeing her get killed. It hurts. Trials of the Darksaber. Very intense. And uh, Sabine pouring her heart out to Kanan as Kanan pushes her on. I've talked about this in my top Rebels moments before. But yeah, that one. That one's definitely up there. Uh, Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order. Very sad. Once again, only sad. Uh, it's not hopeful or inspiring to me at all. Because emotional moments can be... You know, things that make you feel immense joy or anger. But nope, this is just sad. <laughs> Padme's plea to Anakin uh, on Mustafar. It's just also very, very heartbreaking. Um, when Natalie Portman nails it, when she's like, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. I'm going down a path I can't follow. Yeah, that. Oh, that one. That one hits. That one hits you right in the heart. Uh, the score right there is amazing as well. And the Ahsoka and Vader duel, it's very emotional in the sense that Ahsoka and Vader haven't seen each other. We know their history. You know, Anakin won't come back to the light side. So he's like, you will die. It's very sad, but it's also an awesome moment. Like, holy crap, Ahsoka and Darth Vader are fighting each other on an ancient Sith temple. Like in Malachor, like it's just an amazing emotional moment. Emotional moment. But now, on to my fifth most emotional moment. Stay back! Find him. Find him. Fives. Find him! For this moment, I decided to go with Rex executing Order 66 on Ahsoka. We all knew it was coming, but that didn't make it any easier. Personally, I've grown up with Rex. I remember first being introduced to him from the Clone Wars movie when I was eight years old, and I used to play the Clone Wars Republic Heroes game all the time, watching the Clone Wars, having the action figures. I grew up with him. I thought he was the coolest clone trooper. 
And then seeing him try so hard to resist the chip, it, it was heartbreaking to watch. And then he name dropped five try, fives trying to warn Ahsoka, which makes five's death even sadder, but more meaningful. Um, the tears in his eyes uh, brought tears to my eyes. It was so sad to see, see my boy struggle like that. And his hands were shaking as he was trying to, you know, resist the chip. It was just so heartbreaking. And then Anakin's dark deeds plays here, which is so fitting because Anakin's actions have put two of his closest friends throughout the Clone Wars into peril. And then Rex and the other clones just turn into machines, firing away at Ahsoka before she can escape. Um... And this was the most emotional Order 66 scene for me because I care more about Ahsoka and Rex more than I do any of the Jedi killed in Revenge of the Sith. No, you're coming with me. I'll not leave you here. I've got to save you. You already have. Look, you were right. You were right about me. Coming up at number four, I have Anakin's death in Return of the Jedi. It is so strange to look at Anakin's face here and make the connection that this is the same man who was Soka's master, who was Padme's husband, the poster boy of the Jedi Order, the kid who was a pod racing prodigy and who helped win the Battle of Naboo. Reduced to this sad looking potato man. It's just, it's, it's weird to make that connection. And it's, uh, I just love it. Whatever, what's that quote? It's like poetry, it rhymes. Anakin turned to the dark side to save Padme and his unborn children, and he ends up being saved by one of his children. His, his face just looks so sorrowful in this moment, but also truly happy to be able to look upon his son, you know, without being tainted by the dark side or the mask. It's symbolic in a way. The mask comes off, and we have Anakin, no longer um, being lied to by Palpatine or deceived or giving in to that anger to the dark side. The mask comes off, and Anakin is revealed. Luke's silent crying as a tear runs down his face. It's really good acting. Mark Hamill really does a good job right there. And you just know in this moment that Padme is smiling down. She's looking at her husband um, and her son, you know, reconcile before Anakin eventually passes away. And Anakin, you know, is the main character of the Skywalker saga up until, you know, from the prequels in the originals. Um... Yeah, he's pretty much the main character and the Clone Wars as well. It's just, it's sad seeing, um, you know, the hero of the prequel trilogy die. Um, it's sad seeing Luke see his dad die. And the guy that we got to know even better during the Clone Wars um, pass away. But um, it's, a, it's an emotional scene. I feel sad during this scene. But I also feel joy because Anakin has, you know, come to terms with who he is and what he's done. And he know he knows he can't be saved. But, um, you know, he goes back to the light and gets to look at Luke one last time. Somebody he loves. You were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. At number three, I'm going to go with the immolation scene. The immolation scene is, it's over Anakin, I have the high ground scene. Obi-Wan pouring his heart out to Anakin is so moving, and in my opinion, this scene is his, Ewan's best acting in all of the prequel trilogy. It's so heartfelt, it's so believable, 
And then Hayden Christensen's I Hate You is so chilling. I think it's his best scene in the prequel trilogy as well. Even though he only says three words, um, you can tell he means it. It's it's chilling. It's menacing. It's full of rage and anger. Uh, it's just goosebumps every time I watch it. And knowing the Jedi aren't supposed to have attachments, but Obi-Wan confesses that he does love Anakin, which is a stark contrast to when he first heard of Anakin in The Phantom Menace, he remarked, oh, we picked up another pathetic life form. <coughs> and this is the scene where we visually begin to see Anakin turn into Vader. Some people don't make that connection that suitless Vader is still Vader. He's not Anakin, even though he looks like Anakin. This is where we get to see Anakin turn into the metal machine robot that Vader, that the Vader we know is. And the score here is just amazing. It makes it a hundred times more emotion, more emotional. And the name of the score on Spotify or Apple Music is fittingly called the Immolation Scene. It uh, just, you listen to it, there's no way you can be in a good mood. I don't care how good of a mood you're in. If you listen to it, your mood immediately drops. Um, and to emulate means to kill or destroy, especially by fire, according to the MerriamWebsterDictionary.com. How fitting is that? It's just... Everything about this scene is just... The end of Return of the Jedi is super hopeful. And, you know, we have the friends all together celebrating the end of the Empire. Here, we have all the friends separated, dead, dismembered, or whatever, and the Empire is rising. So, it's a very, very emotional scene. Alright, coming in at number two, Kanan's death. Y'all probably saw this coming. It's... I keep saying, oh, this is so heartbreaking. This is so heartbreaking. No, this one, literally, I felt empty after I watched this episode. Hera and Kanan have this sweet conversation and dialogue leading up to the I love you and the kiss. And you're feeling all like, oh my God, I'm so happy that this is finally happening. They've been alluding to this for the whole show. And now they finally kiss and say I love you. It's, it's an emotional scene in the aspect of your, like, finally, I feel so good for them. And then, you know, Fire. Kanan's death is so beautiful, turning his attachment into his greatest strength to save those he loves. I talked about this in a previous episode called Kanan, the Ideal Jedi. Check it out if you haven't listened to it. Um, and then seeing his eyesight come back, becoming one with the Force. And this one just hurt so badly for me because Hera and Kanan were the first Star Wars couple I actually really, really liked. And I was convinced that they love each other without having to say it. Like Han and Leia and Anakin and Padme, a lot of what we get from how they feel about each other is from what they say. We don't always need that. Hera and Kanan, it was obvious they loved each other even when they weren't talking or without explicitly stating like, oh, I like you. I feel like this when I'm around you. I can't breathe. All right? I want to kiss you. Stuff like that. This one felt like a real relationship to me. And... Uh, the look on Hera's face as she realizes what's happening just shatters my heart. Her eyes look so, she's so helpless and full of fear. Damn you, Dave Filoni, because that hurts. It's time to go. Don't be afraid. 
And now we arrive to the saddest, most heartbreaking scene in Star Wars, Rogu and Mando's farewell. First of all, let me start with the score, which is called Open the Door, especially from three minutes and 20 seconds of the track until the end. It nearly brings me to tears every single time I listen to it. We have spent two seasons watching Din turn from a cold bounty hunter with trust issues who locks his emotions away, turn into a father figure who would rather die than let anything happen to his son. Grogu never says a word, but we know how much he loves Din and how much Din loves Grogu. On top of all of this, Grogu is just fucking adorable. The payoff for having Mando almost never take off his helmet is huge here, as we see his love for Grogu is far greater than any code he is bound to and decides to remove his helmet for his son. Oh my god. And then Grogu's little hand touches Din's face. Literally the cutest thing ever. Then Din says, I'll see you again, I promise. Knowing Star Wars, this won't happen. Or they'll see each other again, and it's going to be, you know, on sad circumstances. So, great. Because nothing ever ends happily in Star Wars. Then Grogu starts to grab at Din's leg when he puts him down because he doesn't want to leave. Oh my god, that is so sad. I keep saying it's so sad, but it is. I don't know how you can watch that scene and not feel any type of sadness or heartbreak or remorse. And then, let's not forget that Luke Skywalker and R2-D2 have shown up. These two appearing alone is enough to move someone. The legendary Luke Skywalker coming in to save the day. You're filled with hope, inspiration, just pure awe and nostalgia, and that makes you want to cry. And then the Grogu thing happens, and that makes you want to cry. And then R2 shows up, and that makes you want to cry even more because you're just so happy, but you're also so sad at the same time. This episode was not only emotional in a way that it broke our hearts, but it also filled us with joy and hope, being able to see Luke, our childhood hero, again. Um, Overall, this is the most emotional scene in all of Star Wars, in my opinion. From the acting, to the score, to the circumstances, it's just, it's untouchable. It's, go watch that scene right now after you're done listening and tell me you don't want to cry. That's all for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed recording it. If y'all have any questions about the show, episodes, or just want to talk Star Wars, feel free to follow and DM me at VaderThinks on Twitter. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen and joining me on the dark side.